0: Who knows what sensual sins are in the hearts of women. The watcher knows. I satisfy my sexual cravings by watching women as they lead their wanton ways. Ah, here's one now. (laughs) What is she doing? She's walking through her apartment and she's...
1: I cannot is she find digging it, through the it, trash. It's gotta be here somewhere. That ear cleaner is here somewhere.
0: She's digging through the trash. Wait. Now, did she just eat something from the tr- directly from the trash?
1: Oh. Oh.
0: This is, this is really really gross. What? What? Now no, wait. Now she's vomiting back into the trash. Oh, now she's gotten up and she's. Oh, now, now we're at the good stuff. She's gone to the restroom now and she's taking down her panties. <sighs> and now she's.
1: Oh. <sighs> oh, no. Oh, God. Here comes the biscuits. Oh, this uh, is
0: not. This is.
1: There we go. This is. <sighs> That's oh, the landing.
0: This is. <sighs> This is not what I had in mind. This is, this is, this is not even sexual I'm at all. so constipated. Oh, oh thank you. Son of a bitch. Perhaps it's one of those sexual, hey. call, sexual calls she has.
1: Hey. Kathy. Who's, who's uh, Kathy?
0: Who's Kathy? I wonder. What?
1: No, I, no, I put on the no I filled it out already yeah I said that this I said is that really you were boring. my aunt no I took the mail what? well I don't know why the mail keep, why you keep getting mail for me I put in my address I'm waiting I said perfect. that it was Get fine to good stuff Kathy I don't know why, why are you yelling at me right now <laughs> I don't know why they keep sending mail to you okay
0: oh this is well then this- just throw it well, this is not what I had in mind. I am done with uh, this. I don't
1: understand what you're... What company is it from? It's a company called Pointview. i never worked with a company called Pointview. That's a scam. Just throw it away. Did you get the TikTok I sent you? You didn't find it funny. Well, you know what? I don't find you funny. How about that?
0: Welcome to the hello, yeah. Welcome to Hello Uglies. Let's <laughs> the show again. The Dragula Titans recap show for season one, episode one, titled "Halloween House Party." My name is Joe Batans, and I am joined, as always, by one spooky co-host from Bloody Podcast. Please say hello, Uglies, to Miss Lori Roggenkamp. Hey, Joe. Hey, um,
1: how are you?
0: doing good well you know we uh, you... <laughs> <laughs> uh oh yes i forgot every the good time old, the good old shut up uh by the way everyone if you were like god i just can't get enough laurie and joe well you know we we have our show not now remember during drag race there is a show called Just Between Us Girls. But for Dragula, it's called Just Between Us Ghouls. <laughs>
1: and you can, uh,
0: yeah. And you can get that a couple of ways. You can get that over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Sign up at the executive level. Or if you're like, I don't want what, – what's this executive level? What's this Afterthought Media? I don't care. I want to just scroll up on my Apple iTunes – and I want to get it in my podcast feed. I just do it through Apple. It's $5. No, I think it's like $6 a month. The end of the story, right? Yeah, just do that. I'm, I'm happy with that, too. That's how you get Just Between Us Ghouls. Today, uh, Lori and I had a conversation about how we got to fight. We got a fight last night. We talked about it. We did. We hashed it out right here on the air. But for Lori, we are back. It is the show that many people say it is their favorite afterthought media show, Hello Uglies, where we recap yeah. Dragula, and now it's an all-star season, Dracula Titans, season one, episode one.
1: It's my Welcome. fiance's favorite show. Oh, is it really?
0: And and it's yeah. and, and some of your favorite your fiance's favorite uh people are on it, right? Yavska, she's a big fan yeah, of right. She's
1: a huge Yavska. She that's that's her girl. Is really? Even still. Even still. Oh, really? Yes.
0: And we're going to talk about it today. And uh, actually, you know, because usually I would shoot the shit with you. But A, that's what we do on Just Between Us Ghouls. But also, this was a double-length episode. They're not usually going to be this long. Yeah, it was a long um, one. It was a long one. And we have a lot to discuss. So in the interest of time, we're going to jump right into it. This week, we walk into the Underworld and there's no way out 10 monsters are woken from the dead and brought back for the competition exterminations are out and fright feats are in forcing the competitors to bob for apples and blood before lip-syncing in custom halloween costumes at the boule's halloween house party victoria elizabeth black is named the winner of the challenge and it's revealed the monsters have the power this season to choose the bottom two and they select abhorra and Erica clash after a walk up the stairs of horror dropped into the oblivion, leaving nine monsters in the competition. Laurie and Kay rocking camp. Why don't you go ahead and name two things you liked about the episode. And one thing you did not.
1: So two things I liked about the episode were I liked the tea, you know, I liked the drama that was, mm-hmm. I felt like was kind of brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I, 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 this might be—I don't know if you'll get this one. This might be hard to explain. I feel like I love the way the editors really didn't give Abora a chance. Like they, she kept trying to have like the last like cut to line, mm-hmm. and they never gave it to her except for one time, which we'll get to. But and then at the very end, they were like they didn't even really give her her moment. They just cut her out and then they yeah. dropped her. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, that's thats awesome. Yeah. So. I really like that. Um, I mean, I, I really like this episode. So if I'm going to be nitpicky, mm-hmm. I didn't like the intro. I felt like the intro okay. was a little wonky. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the intro was fine, you know. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say that was the one thing I didn't like. So, what about you, Joe?
0: Um, well, let me, I'll tell you. First of all, I thought it was an amazing episode all around. There were people on the Discord... Who were complaining about the length. You know, honestly, of my first on the first watch through, especially with Hello Ugly, I mean Dracula. I just love the show so much that I just watch it. I don't even take notes. I intentionally don't try to remember. I just I just want to enjoy it like a fan, right? Yeah. And boy was I not disappointed. It did not feel like 90 minutes to me. Were there parts that dragged? Yes. But like, like there are drag race up, you know, drag race is only about an hour long. Uh and there are many Drag Race episodes that felt much longer, you know? Yeah. So this oh, one, yeah. f- for the amount of time it was, flew by. Uh, I love, love, love this elimination. I think in a, maybe in a, from a different direction. Uh, but the way that, you know, because when RuPaul, just to compare to Drag Race again, I, I wonder if this was an intentional sort of play on that. When RuPaul says goodbye to the person, she'll say, you know, um, Peppermint, you are a lovely queen. Sachet away, right? On this one, I think this is what you were getting at. She went, Abhorra. And you almost thought she was going like, to give a speech. And it was like, boom, Abhorra just gone.
1: <laughs> and it was yeah.
0: amazing.
1: That's what I loved about it, is yeah. that it was like, no pretense, nothing, just boom, you're out. Yeah, it
0: was abhorra boom. boom you know like yeah it, it was that was it and um you know let me see if if oh i got that i've forgotten riverside to pull that whole shit but um yeah fantastic so i love the elimination Thought the episode was it all around the one thing i didn't like is i love the drama and i guess we'll really get into this as we go piece by piece into the episode we'll probably discuss this i didn't like the editing in that they were like Either tell us what the drama is or not. I mean, there's a bunch of these, but a really good example is yeah, is uh, Eva's mad at Abhorra, but why? Like, I would even say, yeah. here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is what I say. We'll get into it when we get into it. But I'll even say, if Abhorra doesn't come back and we learn why they have this drama, that is some shitty fucking editing because it was like, I do not understand the drama between Eva and abora. And I it doesn't make any sense to me and it never made sense. And so either it's either shitty editing or they're waiting to reveal it later. I don't know.
1: Well, I I, I totally agree with you. And I was going to add that as a thing I didn't like. But then I was like, well, I feel like we'll talk about it enough. Yeah. But yeah, I felt like I didn't really get any of the drama, to be honest with you. I felt like all everyone's drama was sort of like not really hashed out except for maybe Kendra and Victoria. But even then, it just sort of felt very, you know... Well, not, I
0: will say... Well, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. I have a lot to say about the Kendra-Victoria thing, too, where, in a nutshell, is like, why is Victoria apologizing to Kendra? But we'll get to it when we yes. get there. We'll get to it when we get there. Like, If you have a good memory, you know why they threw her under the bus, so to speak, and uh, whatnot. Yeah. All right, well, let's jump into it, the Boulet brothers are lounging in their castle when they break the fourth wall and tell us that we've stumbled through the door to the underworld and offer us the this chilling challenge to find a way out. But we're in luck because a new game is afoot and we get a front row seat. 10 past stands out of Dracula, 10 past standouts of Dracula have been brought back to compete to find out who is the true titan of Dracula. Now you were saying in uh, at the top of the show that you we're not a fan. Well, you were fine with it. But if you were to be nitpicky, it wasn't your cup of tea.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where I feel like I I, I want to talk logistics, but I know that talking logistics about the scene is ridiculous. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I, to- I get that. Right. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But it's like the beginning of it is we're supposed to be our point of view is the point of view of the camera. Right. So yeah. we go into this castle and it's, it's got horrible insulation, right? Mm-hmm. It's got fog everywhere, candles all over the place, wind all over the place. So uh, a door shuts, our door opens, and we kind of back away. And then we somehow, they don't even explain it, we go down another hallway and then somehow end up in an entirely different uh, place. So they go to this. So they end. They end up. We end up in this room, right? Mm-hmm. That somehow is now completely different than the rest of the entire castle. It's furnished well. It's got no fog. Yeah. It's got no. It's there's no lightning. There's no mm-hmm. wind. Mm-hmm. And again, they're talking to us like we're the point of view of the camera. But then yet they keep zooming in on uh, Swanthula, and 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 it was like. Is that is that what we're doing? Are we, like, intentionally looking at, like, uh, each of them? So, mm. I I don't know. I just, uh, it just was sort of, the logistics of it were just a little messy. But, I mean, they looked beautiful. And, you know, I, I thought it was fun to be like, you know, oh, the coffins are just, at, you know, to sort of introduce it that way. I thought that was nice. But, yeah.
0: Well, you know, um... I actually really liked the Cold open. I thought it really i been you know i'm a big fan of old horror movies, and I thought it really captured the look and feel of those old horror movies in a way that felt very like genuine. I mean, I will say it was weird in that like uh... and I almost wonder if it was an homage to Elvira Elvira and her predecessor, Vampira were kind of like that where they just stumbled upon you. But there was also this like, I'm going to kill you, but I'm also happy to see you. And maybe because Cassandra Peterson was a guest host and maybe they did some sort of like, it did have sort of the old Elvira sort of feel to it. Where it was like, "Oh yeah, we're going to watch this thing together uh, before I kill you. And you're just in time to see it. So maybe it was a a, a tribute to Elvira. But I see what you're saying where it just made no sense because they were like, not angry at all to see us. They were like, Oh no funny seeing you here.
1: But then also like then I get into the which Star was saying I was getting into into the weeds where I was like, if we're legitimately trapped down there, wouldn't the camera mm-hmm. be trying to get a way out and not listening to their story? Like if we're a terrified group of if we're if our if we're legitimately there, like mm-hmm. so I don't know. Then she was like, You're you're thinking overthinking this. Um uh, but no, I I mean I think that yeah, it looked great. It looked mm-hmm. great and it was, you know, style wise, it was great. The Boulet brothers looked tra- great. I, I was just like, if I ha- nitpicky wise, I was like, it just, the justifications don't necessarily make sense. But yeah, I, I wasn't like, I didn't hate it. So,
0: all right. Well, let's actually move on. Let's actually talk now about the boudoir entrances. Each queen wakes up in their casket, crawls out, and walks into the boudoir and back into the competition. Uh, we have Coco Kane from season four, Melissa B. Fierce from season one, Eva Destruction season three, Erica Clash from season two, Yavska from season three, Aster season four, Hosa Teratoma season four, Abhorra season two, Kendra Onyx and Victoria Elizabeth Black season two, both of them, and Resurrection. So, Laurie, oh, it's the old song. Old tensions are revisited while some reunions are sweet as the monsters learn who else is competing to be a Titan. The contestants discuss who will go home first with no clear consensus. Now, let's actually break this down queen by queen. Let's not spend too much time on it. But let's kind of give some, you know, just little brief thoughts on each queen. First one in. Now, here's one thing I'll say before we even get involved. Is the Boulets say to us in the cold open, oh, the coffins are arriving, you know. And I'm like, they clearly have more budget. They couldn't get more than one coffin.
1: Well, I mean, maybe they spent it all on fog. I mean, look, they fogged up that entire hallway of that castle. That's got to cost a pretty penny.
0: Um, So so the first one in was Coco Kane. They are from, like I said, season four. Uh, Give me your thoughts on Coco Kane. She was the first one in the workroom. Any thoughts here?
1: I mean, she came in with the classic big boobs. So, Mm -hmm. you know, representing. Um, I, I loved how... Coco said I came alive towards the end of the of my season I was like you came alive in the reunion like that's when people were like Coco's here yeah <laughs> so I feel like at the end is a generous term um but yeah I I mean I thought that that uh, Coco looked great so um really
0: because I was gonna ask you do you think she was serving Dragula not that she didn't look great but was she serving what you would expect on the entrance into the boudoir on Dracula? Was she serving scary? Was she serving yeah. horror? Oh, you feel so? I mean,
1: there's like glitz and you know, there's glam, you know, mm-hmm. they say so. She wasn't necessarily serving horror, you know, in a horror sense like Yavska would have or mm-hmm. uh, um, Hosa Teratoma, but. I thought she did have, like, a more glamorous sort of horror look. But I I thought it was good.
0: All right. Very good. Next, we have Melissa B. Fierce, or as I call her, Melissa B. Flake. Anyway, she's from season one. Uh, She's clearly the drama, by the way. She's the, I know she came before La Zavaleta, but she's bringing La Zavaleta energy into the workroom, full stop, right away.
1: Yeah, La Zavaleta would be like, you need to let a moment stand, you know, you need to calm down.
0: So what was your take on uh, Melissa B. Fierce?
1: I mean, she, yeah, as soon as she came in the workroom, Coco said something like, or, um, uh, sorry, scratch that. She she goes into the workroom and she goes, oh, this is a definite upgrade from season one. And Coco Mm -hmm. says, oh, I know exactly what season you were on. And it was (laughs) like, yeah, season one. She just told you. She literally (laughs) just said season one. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. She literally just have said that. So I thought that was a funny uh, introduction. But um, yeah, it definitely seemed like she was, or still has a chip on her shoulder. Yeah. Which, to be honest with you, I genuinely thought she brought it in the finale. And I, if you remember in the season one, I said that I thought if you base it on the finale, I think Melissa B. Fear should have won.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: I, I mean, I guess other people didn't feel that way. I feel like I'm always the majority. <laughs> so. You know, uh, but she, she's, so she definitely still has a chip on her shoulder. And I think she's just like upset that people aren't completely welcoming to her coming into this, um, you know, into Dracula. But I mean, you know,
0: all right. We'll see. Next, we have Eva Destruction. Your thoughts on Eva Destruction? She's from season three, by the way. Your thoughts on Eva Destruction?
1: Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I thought she came in and she did a great job. And, um, yeah, she her entrance, I will say her the first part, I was absolutely like she's going to win. She's going to win, she's going to be on top. So, we're living in the first part of the show, not the yeah. second part. So, first part I was like she's she's looks great. She came in, she was, you know, I was like excited.
0: Um, you know, my question is is the confessional hair real? Cuz I remember in her season she was bald. So is she a bald queen or is the confessional hair real? And, but then, I don't know. I can't tell if it's real or not. We got, I feel like I got some bald sense later on from her, even though we didn't see. The other thing is they were making it seem like she was really like this drama person on her season. And in my memory, now she's season three and it's only a couple seasons ago. For the most part, she was just really kind of in the background and had like a one or two like dramatic moments, but I wouldn't really call her a, a, a dramatic person.
1: Um, yeah, I remember her being, so I remember her, them always saying like, you're not showing us enough or something. And then she mm-hmm. would freak out about that. Yeah. So I do remember those moments, but I don't remember her being, um, you know, too bad. I don't remember her being like a Melissa B, like a Lizava letter or Melissa B. fierce or something. But, um, yeah, I don't know if her hair is real. She does have a lot of body hair, so maybe oh, yeah. she shaved her body hair and just glued it on the top of her head.
0: <laughs> All right, next we have Erica Clash. Uh, I'm very, like, meh. She walked in, I was like, meh. I mean, to be honest with you, there were some surprises episode. You and I pegged Abhor to go very far. Um, and as of now, it doesn't seem that like that's happening. But Erica Clash is performing exactly the way I thought Erica Clash would, would perform. But what were your thoughts on Erica Clash?
1: Yeah, I think that, you know, I think she's like, they. I, I think Dracula always has to have like the cute one, like the cute little feller, as my fiance says, like the mm-hmm. cute one who tries hard, but is not necessarily going to reach the finish line. Mm-hmm. And I think Erica is that. And to her credit, Erica is pulling out all the stops, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Although I did, as soon as she walked in, say, I definitely have seen her in that wig before and come to find out it was that wig. So I do agree that with the other queens, I think it's a little ridiculous that if you're coming into a Titan season and you want to show new things that you're reusing old stuff. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh all right next we have Yavska your fiance's favorite what were you what were your thoughts on not your stars what were your thoughts on Yavska
1: So I actually feel like Yavska to me I I mean I don't get <laughs> I don't get their looks you know I don't mm-hmm. understand them, but I respect them yeah. and I'm like she obviously has a creative creative mind and she has a vision and it's not something that I would come up with, but I respect it. Yeah. But Yaska out of drag is one of the most boring, annoying people on the face of the earth. <laughs> and so I wish that Yaska would just shut up and do drag. Cause I feel like I would like her a lot more. Instead. She just continues to like, it's like, it's like that like person who just like, is like a, the brother of a friend who just tags along and then tries to start fights with every group of friends you know that's the impression
0: you got yeah we'll we'll talk about we get those moments but that was not the impression i got i i was just very like we'll see what happens with the all right let's move on to astrid astrid um you know as we know famously i had a huge crush on astrid last season right I don't know what the fuck happened in this past year. I do not have a crush on her anymore. She looks horrible. She's well. She, she shaved I, her head. She shaved her head, and I don't know if that necessarily looks well for her. And um, but I will agree. And some people said this. I think it was um, uh, Eva. Is I think she d- does have a lot to show. I think she was booted too early in her season, and I think she has a lot more to show. What was your What was your take on Astrid Laurie?
1: yeah i liked astrid i i'm glad that she's back i think she does have a lot to show i don't necessarily think it's it's she's going to win mm-hmm. but i'm interested to see how far she goes and what you know what's new yeah. um i i mean i don't want to say too much but i do feel like the hoso love triangle is utter bullshit but
0: well we'll get we'll, to we'll
1: it. get into yeah
0: Speaking of Hoso Teratoma, she's from the last season as well, season four. Uh, she walked in. What was your hot take on Hoso Teratoma, Lori?
1: You know, I am not necessarily I, going into it. I wasn't necessarily too jazzed that she was there because just because she had literally just done Drag Race, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I for when she came in and she I mean, said, she "You know, Drag I feel Race." I like, mean, she
0: she had just done Dragula. I mean, Dragula.
1: Yeah, Dragula. Sorry. She had just done Dragula, and she had just come back from the world tour, and mm-hmm. I felt like I don't think that she would be ready to just completely do a different turnaround, you know? But, I mean, in her testimonial when she first came in, she did say that she, you know, she recognizes that she was a little immature and that, you know, she needs to step up her game. So I'm going to take her at her word and just hope that she, you know, I thought she did great this episode, so hope she continues to do better so
0: my hot take was she looked great she always looks great but what's with this new confessional look like if you understand something i was a big fan of confessional look last season ho so i signed up for their only fans all that right i wouldn't sign up for this only i don't know what was going on honestly with this look.
1: you could give me a million pictures i would not be able to tell you what is different i don't know if that she's done anything different i think like, I don't she, know she looks... had
0: bangs last season did she have bangs last season
1: that's it? It's just bangs? I don't
0: know, Lori. I don't know. I just know I would not sign up for her OnlyFans now. I signed up for it last season.
1: So it's just bangs then? That's what you're saying?
0: Okay. I don't know, Lori. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, all right. Abhora came in. Now, we really pegged her to go really, really far, as we know she did not. She came in with a Laganja quote. I feel Abhora will be somebody we're talking about a lot this episode, uh, she had her very patented, you know, Abhorra look. What was your take on Abhora?
1: I don't like her. I mean... Oh, you don't? I don't like Abhorra. I know that, that she's going through a lot, and I, I feel sympathy for her. I don't think that she... In my opinion, I don't think that she is a very creative drag artist. Mm-hmm. I don't find her entertaining. I just don't like her. Yeah. Um, I... Star, my fiance Star loves her, and mm-hmm. it tells me that I'm I'm patently incorrect.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so, you know, I, granted, I'm not you know the most artistic person in the world, so I I understand that my opinion is not you know necessarily backed up by anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just she was. I will here's the thing a a a positive thing she did genuinely it did genuinely make me laugh when she said and this is the only time that the editors let her go now you know her- we're just
0: doing like a hot take on they're walking in right this is not the abhora uh, oh this
1: is not when they are they're in the room this well, is just them walking in I don't know what you're going to say
0: but I don't think we're going into like a thesis defense here but go ahead no no
1: no I was going to say cuz so because throughout the whole show she tries to say the last line before they cut to another scene, right? She tries to she's like thinking that her last line is going to be the scene edit. Mm-hmm. She does they do it one time where where she's like I think that I wonder who's going to be the person who's really terrible, like the person who's definitely going to go home first. And then they cut to Kendra. <laughs> and I thought oh, that Oh no, no, funny. I have
0: that in my notes, which is it's yeah. um Eva Destruction says it.
1: No, it's uh it's Abhora. Why would
0: Abhora say no 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 I have it in my notes, hold on. Um I don't know where I had it. Someone says, yeah, someone does say that. Someone says and they cut to Abhora. No, yes. no, no. You know what? No, I know what you're talking about. You see, this is I fall into the fucking goddamn Lori Roggenkamp weed here. <laughs> no, this is later on. This is later I'll pull on we're talking about now I know who it is. It's Melissa B. Fierce. They're, they're, it's Abhora. It, no, Melissa B. Fierce says you're going to be the first to go home, and points to Abhora.
1: No, that is a different thing. There's they're in the workroom. They're in the workroom when they when they all are getting to know each other, and they come in and they say, and then Abhora says something. I'll, I'll look for it. I'll, I'll find it. Uh, it's not it.
0: that important because the point is that we're it's just important doing hot to me takes I'm right. right now. All right. Next. Kendra, uh, Onyx walks in, uh, your hot take on Kendra Onyx, Lori.
1: Um, I kind of feel like what you were talking about with Kendra Onyx with, uh, 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 when you're talking about Coco, I didn't feel like it was really anything that interesting. And I love how she was just like, I think in this, this time around, I'm going to just not listen to what anyone says and I'm just going to do, I'm just going to do what I want to do. And I was like, what's the difference? Like what? I don't understand the difference. Okay. So. I'm
0: looking at my notes here. I think this is what it is. Abhorra says something about going something, somebody going home first, and then they cut to Kendra.
1: Yes. That's what I'm telling you. Like,
0: But you said Abhorra. They cut to Abhorra.
1: No, they cut. Abhorra says it, and then they cut to Kendra.
0: They cut to Kendra. I have it here. I have my notes. Shady edit. With talking about basic looks and someone going home first and then they cut to Kendra. By the yeah, way, that's what I, th- I also some. have in here. How is her look Dragula? The only thing it is, is like a normal drag queen look, and then she puts horns on her head. Another one who just yeah. came in with no dragula look. It was just like
1: But that's a basic what I'm saying, is outfit. that and then she came in with a lot of attitude, which you know she knew she knows she needs because she's got no drag. Well, I think it's because
0: she saw last season, she didn't really... She thought, you know what? I was too nice last time. I'm going to be the bitch. I think that's kind of where she's going here.
1: I don't think she was even that nice last time.
0: Finally, we have Victoria Black. Uh, You know, so it wasn't until season three that we started to see them in confessionals. So seasons one and two, you didn't see them in confessionals. You only saw them in drag. So I never saw Victoria Elizabeth Black, who's... By the way, she's from season two uh kendra's from season two Boris from season two we never really saw them out of drag and she does not look the way i expected her to look out of drag uh this will develop over the show but i saw her I'm like oh that's what she looks like because this person isn't that cute i was expecting a really cute person did not think she was that cute. oh really i but thought she look, was super cute her look well this will evolve over the show her look walking into the boudoir was fantastic your take on victoria elizabeth black glory
1: loved it yeah loved it i thought she was great um i have a couple of
0: notes just before we take a break uh one of the things i have is this happens throughout the boudoir entrances coco starts it and it seems to be a thing where they talk about season three they do this a few times as if like season three is universally known for being bad i'm like um i think i mean i haven't we can't talk about this one but if you were to ask me of the four seasons, I would say season three is the best season.
1: Season three is is the uh, fuck the big picture, Clint. Right? Yeah,
0: and with um, that season
1: three, yeah, that's the best season.
0: That is the best season. But they keep acting like when Eva walks in, she goes, "Oh, you're one of the season three girls," and Eva's like, "Yeah, sorry." And the, a lot of the season three girls apologize for season three. I'm like, season three was incredible. What are they talking about? In my
1: opinion, season three is the reason why it's continuing to grow in popularity. Yeah. If there was another season like season two, this show would have been canceled already. Yeah. Seasons
0: one and two are not good. Season two is better than season one. Season three is incredible. Season four is really good, but not as good as season three. Not as good as season three. Season three was the best season. I didn't get that. Um. Now then, this is another thing too, where they don't give us another enough information. This is where my poor editing comes in. Right? There's a poor editing in the show. Now, maybe you have a terrible memory, but they act like, oh, everybody knows Erica and Abhor had a drama in their season. I'm like, they did? I don't remember them. I remember Abhor having drama with um, Monarchy Shane.
1: Oh, Monarchy and Shame bitch bitch or pudding. Bitch Pudding. I yeah. remember
0: that. I don't remember there being drama between Erica Abhor, and Abhor.
1: That's the, but see, that's the problem is Abhor has drama with everyone. And I think that th- I, I don't remember the I mean, honestly, I think it was just like they were partners or they were up for elimination and then they had, you know, and then they, ha- then they were, and then she got murdered or Erica Clash got murdered or something. You know, wasn't, it's just like.
0: Wasn't there a, conf- a confession on the lie detector where maybe they had hooked up or something? Erica and Abhora?
1: Oh, I'm I not sure. I could be wrong. I
0: don't remember. Maybe someone, someone I think will correct there was us.
1: something. There was something about a hookup. Yeah, there was something about a hookup. I
0: don't remember who, between whom. Yeah. And but I don't remember there being this long standing feud between Erica and Abhora. It was really 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 strange. And then there yeah. was like Abhora was like you never message me and then Erica goes, "Wait, no, I have responded to you." And she goes, "Oh, you've responded to me." And I'm like, "What do you, what do you want her to do?"
1: Yeah. And, but then also like even Eva was saying that they're friends, but then you can t- you see all right away that they're not really that good of friends.
0: Well, we'll so get to I that, that think, one. Yeah.
1: I don't think Apura has fr- is friends with anyone. I think she's honestly a garbage person. So, hmm.
0: and then finally, speaking of, I am not a fan of this cook cocaine this season. I remember being kind of indifferent to her, but like this episode, she seemed very very judgy of everybody. Like she, I think, I think a lot of, pe- I think this is what I think. A lot of people did not like Mary Cherry. All right, And so when Coco went for her in the uh, reunion, they were like, ah, yes, work, bitch. And now she sort of leaned into this angry uh, going for people character. Because I just thought she was super judgy and bitchy and mean in this episode, especially in this part. And so uh, I was not a fan of Coco King in this. Do you have any thoughts on everything before we go into the fright? Well, she also...
1: Is now in that click with Melissa yeah. B. Fierce and Kendra.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that. But do you have any thoughts before we get to that?
1: Um, I did like how... No, I actually, I think we'll get to it. So I'm good. All
0: right. Well, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we're going to talk about the rest of the episode. The contestants are brought to the main stage to reunite with the Boulets. In a twist, it's announced there will be no extermination challenges, but there will be an equally terrifying fright feat every week. Each monster must must compete to advance to the floor show, or they'll be replaced by last week's eliminated contestant. Additionally, the Boulets announced this week's main challenge. In a reference to Season 3, the monsters are invited to the Boulets' Halloween house party. They must create a horrific drag look based on a classic Halloween costume. In addition, the contestants will be placed in groups and will choreograph a lip-sync performance. For the Fright Feet, the monsters will bob for apples in a cauldron of discarded meats, animal parts, and real blood. The titan who gets the most apples the fastest will have the power to choose the groups, and Assign the roles back in the boudoir. The girls hit their knees and Bob for apples. Astrid is initially named the winner, but instant replay reveals Melissa B. Fierce as the true winner, and she gets the power to assign the roles. Laurie and K. Camp. uh, any thoughts here? Um, before about the fright feet and everything going on here,
1: uh, no, I mean, I would say that, um, I was excited for the challenge, but I would, I would also like to know that they do fully explain this to the girls, uh, to the, you know, the drag, uh, contestants now. Mm -hmm. And then, so when we get to the end and they're all confused, (laughs) let's remember that it's been fully explained to them what's going to happen. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just, uh, I just wanted to mark that spot. Um, another thing is just the, them bobbing for apples. I mean, do you honestly think that's real? Star and I were talking and we were like, how are they not like how do they screen that? How do they make sure there's no disease or nothing festering or nobody gets sick? Like how do they how do they Well I just get think it's that? just
0: like uh you know, uh boiled cow's blood where it's just like safe for human consumption. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: And then I I personally don't think Melissa won. I don't you don't know, Oh
0: what? I think you it's very clear that she won. What are you talking about?
1: The whole point of the game was to get 8 apples and then notify when you got 8 apples. You don't get bingo when you say I I'm not sure, but I think maybe I got all my my points. You get bingo when you call bingo. Um, so she, so Astrid was the first to call say that she got the apples. Melissa did not say she got I the feel, apples. I
0: think I think now this is what I'll say as we're getting semantics where I think it's it's almost like she didn't say she didn't make a declarative statement but i think she was saying i need a judge over here to come over and determine that i got the apples astrid was just like i got him and started marching around being like yeah i got it you Astrid know? said
1: the same thing but then she was saying. smart
0: enough that's what i'm saying
1: but i'm saying astrid said did i get him but then she was smart enough to count him and then and then uh, declare that she got the apples so you know I mean, if if we're going back and saying that she didn't get the uh, right amount of apples, I will get that. But you don't win just because you, you don't win just, the game wasn't you bought for apples and then you end the game. The game was you, you get the eight apples and then you say you got the apples. She didn't, Melissa didn't do the second part of the game.
0: I feel she did not
1: you hear her say it. I think there was a lot of confusion no. and the judges didn't hear it till later. She said, D- I think I got them. Did I get them? She didn't say, I got the eight. But they didn't say you have to say, like in bingo, it's known
0: you have to say bingo. They didn't, now the Boulets made the rules, but they didn't say you have to make this one declarative statement.
1: I don't know. I feel like a declarative statement is sort of the the unofficial official thing. Let me tell you this.
0: This is the important thing, because this is what I was thinking when I watched this. When you saw those buckets of blood, how wet did you get?
1: everyone knows. No, I dry. I dried up. I instantly Lori, dried up
0: years ago, years and years ago. Lori not was even attracted a to a comedian no. friend that we had, and she. I said thought she was attractive. You, yes. Yeah, you said you wanted to drink her period blood.
1: I did never. I never said that. Not once did I ever say that. So I wanted and to know when I saw never. this. Was
0: this something you would have done so well
1: in? You no, probably I would not done, have asked if you could finish it put no, in your I would have. smoothie i would have not con- i would have quit the game right then and there what did you name your podcast bloody podcast thank you um no no that's not, <laughs> that's not t- that has nothing to do with it i want to talk it's about, about murder
0: i want to talk about the video that the Boulets made and once again you know and i know i'm nitpicking here by the way right but what I want to talk about how is when evil, when they're portraying evil people, not just the bullies, anybody, and they do the <laughs> evil laughs, right? They should say something funny before they laugh, right? So in the speech that they give, uh, Swan gives a, says like a line that's clearly, now that when you watch it in retrospect, it's like, we're going to drop you through a trap door. But she says something You know, if you don't win, you're going to take a long drop down back to hell, right? No laugh. Foreshadowing, no laugh. You think they go, (laughs) because they both know that she really means we're going to drop your ass to a trap door, right? No laughter. Then Drax says, now may the best monster win. And then they go, (laughs) that is not a funny line. Why are they they laughing? why didn't they do the evil laugh after Swan's legitimate foreshadowing pun but or metaphor I don't know English or You
1: can laugh for a variety of different reasons, Joe. You can laugh. You don't have to always laugh cuz something's funny. You can laugh cuz you're excited. You can laugh because the the devilish plans that you mm-hmm. have for them mm-hmm. are coming to fruition. You can laugh at the plight of the the schadenfreude of the uh, joy of the uh, contestants. So, you know.
0: Now, I, I made a mistake in the last segment. I forgot. I had separated the notes. And there were things I wanted to say from the last segment. So let's talk about those here before we go to the actual stuff. Okay. Back in the workroom, before they go out to the main stage for the fright feet Melissa, this is what we were talking about. Melissa be fierce. They all ask each other, who do you think is going to go home first? Melissa says, Abhor is going to go home first. She calls it. She points yeah. to Abhor and she goes, you're going to go home first. And I'm like, oh, that bitch called it. She she was right. Okay. Now, here's the thing, too, that I want this. And this becomes, this will be an issue later. Same question. Hoso says that Yavska has the weakest look of the group, right? What yeah. What's wrong with Hoso? First of all, maybe because Hoso sees Yavskha as competition, it's That's very exactly. much in the same vein as Hoso. Yes. Okay. And also, and I'm, it happens to be that there are two African-American beautiful drag queens, but I think too, the two weakest looks in the, in the boudoir are Coco and Kendra. It's literally like Sunday drag brunch, you know, and they just put on horns or something. It is not Dragula to me. I know you like Coco's look, but like, how are you saying that Yavska who put effort, has the weakest look and those two, they get a pass?
1: No, I don't think it has anything to do with race because Erica is also there. No, 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 Erica... no. I don't
0: think it's about race. I'm saying I didn't say it about race because in the two weakest are the two black girls.
1: Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I thought that Hoso was choosing no, not no, to no, say no, that. No, 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 I don't think it's about race. No. Um, I, I totally agree with you. I think it was 100% because um, Yavska is her competition. She views Yavska as her competition. She's just like, I want to get in your head and, you know, make you think that I don't think you have good drag
0: yeah and also i want to say and this comes up later too and we're going to jump right to it right now is when they ask yoska i feel like yoska's be playing very diplomatically is like well i feel this look like she's very like in my opinion this look and people when yoska says anything and she's being super polite they're like oh my god i can't believe yoska said that you fucking bitch and like she's just everyone's talking about this and she just said like they, the other girls, the mean girls, the clique, the alliance—they're yeah. mean. And then, like, cause remember, um, Hoso yeah. says to Yovsko, "Well, I think it's you." And they bust up laughing. They go, oh, "Did you hear? She went. I think it's me." And I was like, "What is going on?" All like, it was very, very strange and not cute.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, I think that they're just like, they're making it so that, you know, if you come for them, then they're going to make you, they're going to come at you sort of thing. And I think that, um, yeah, I, well, I will say that I think Yavska was trying to bait a little bit. Like she would go, she would just, she would just bring it up and just be like, well, I think that this is, you know, this isn't good or this look isn't good or your looks aren't good. And it was just like, all right. I mean, you know, you don't have to say anything. But, i didn't have
0: to go pull up the scene. But uh, I remember it being very polite. Like more polite, maybe I'm not to say, look, you're saying someone's look it's not good. But and it, it, it comes You know really what? Let's polite. go back to let's let's actually move to uh because it comes up again. So why don't we move to that part? I will say during the bobbing for apples, Kendra was very smart to take off her wig. Right? Yes. Um we discussed, I'm going through my notes, we discussed the bobbing for apples stuff. Okay, now let's go to the workroom. Is this in here? Oh, no, okay, no, good, because okay. I
1: have it broken down a little bit.
0: Um, yeah, the the uh, uh, um, I should have paid more to Zach broke it down in a very like different way than me, too. So let me see here. Where does this match? Okay, no, I think that... This- okay, yeah. So let's go to this part right here. Um, In the boudoir, uh, at the winter of the Fright Feast, Melissa B. fears. Okay, so we should say what happens. Okay, so this is not in here. Oh, it does. Okay, but I'll repeat it. So back in the boudoir, the girls have the thing they get um but when they come back into the workroom astrid struts in because she feels she won and they start talking about how as the winner she gets to set who does what in this lip sync challenge and astrid is like all right she's starting to assign she doesn't get far in and then some sort of producer or production person comes in hands her a note and the note says no, she finishes she, she finishes the, the whole the
1: thing yeah, oh. she says, and then somebody uh, comes in and hands her, and it says that um, Melissa won. And then she goes, okay, I'm re- I'm redoing the whole list.
0: So she's redoing the whole list, and then Melissa redoes the whole Okay, so let's go to that part. As the winner of the Fright Feet, Melissa B. Fears gets the privilege of assigning the groups and roles, and they are as follows. Abhora and Erica Clash will be watching TV. Astrid Aurelia will be the host. Eva Destruction and Teratoma will be using a Ouija board. Kendra Onyx, co- Cocaine, Elizabeth Be Fierce are dancing in the living room. And Victoria, Elizabeth Black, and Yavska are carving pumpkins. Yavska and Kendra Onyx have words about each other's looks before the team split up to plan and rehearse. Meanwhile, not much work gets done as the girls kiki instead. All right, Lori, any big thoughts on things that happened in the workroom?
1: So I have it broken down. So I feel like from the workroom we learn that the friendships, the main friendships are Kendra and Melissa and Coco, then Hoso and Astrid, Hoso and Abhora, Mm -hmm. and Eva and Abhora.
0: Okay. And? And
1: the enemies are Erica versus Kendra, Kendra versus Victoria Black, uh... Erica versus Apora, Astrid what, what, versus
0: Apora. What's going? Let's, let's analyze one part of it. Okay, let's let's, let's talk about. Well, let's, let's do this. They started assigning the roles even before this is this happens before Melissa uh, becomes the coach here. Oh yeah, and
1: Erica and sh- she wants to be in the. She wants to dance, right? She wants well, to be in the, the. Yeah, she
0: wants to dance. <laughs> it's very funny, but we won't get to that. I really don't understand, maybe you can enlighten me, why they're even fighting about what room they'll be in, especially since we've seen the final product. It doesn't really matter. You can dance in whatever scene you want. You can do whatever you want. It just seems to be the different set you'll be in. The, I, the only one who is kind of different is the host, because the host is floating around. But the room you're in, I don't, ultimately, I don't understand why that was important.
1: I think later on we realize it, but, and maybe they probably did too. But I think in the, when you're, when you don't have the, the big picture, maybe mm-hmm. they're, they're thinking of it just literally with what is available, what the description is. And they see like, oh, we're going to be on a couch. So it's not going to be as fun, sort of yeah. thing. So, so that s- might be why.
0: So we're still in it. So Astrid is still the, the quote unquote the winner as of yet. And Erica says, I want to be in the, TV room or something like that, right? No, 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 she didn't want to yeah. be in the TV room. She wanted to be uh, dancing in the living room,
1: right? Dancing in the living room, yeah. And
0: Melissa, and, and I'll say this in, in Melissa's fairness, I don't think she heard Erica say that. So they all, that group, they're just all talking to each other. They say, we want to be in the living room, right? And then yeah. Erica says, oh, I already called it, right? And then Melissa, uh, Melissa's like, well, Fuck you, you fucking bitch! You know, and then she Erica comes that, back that. is with this crazy thing where she's like, "Girl, I've no." She goes, "What makes you think you can dance in the living room?" This Melissa says, and Erica yeah. says, "I've I want to analyze this quote backwards and forwards here." She says, "I've performed in New York and twirled and swirled." Yeah, what the fuck does that mean?
1: She's twirling and swirled. She's. <laughs> She, that's what you do in New York. Uh-huh. You twirl and you swirl. Yeah. So that's the New York way.
0: Yeah. It's very, very, like, what what did that mean? Like, is there something about performing was, in New York and twirling <laughs> and where that makes you a better dancer?
1: You know, what was so funny about that response was that if it wasn't exactly that response, Melissa's question would have looked like she was a real asshole. Mm-hmm. But then after that response, you were like, oh, good question, Melissa. I guess she doesn't know how to dance like I guess she doesn't know what she's doing. Wait, wait. So you side with Melissa on this? No, I think Melissa's question was stupid and mean. But Uh the answer was so much more confusing that I was like, oh, I guess she doesn't know how to dance.
0: Yeah. So I just because then later on, this comes up where Melissa tells Erica, well, I because then what happens is Melissa now gets the power to assign because she won and she strips it away from Erica. And she's like, I only did it because of your attitude. And look bullshit. Erica didn't have a bad attitude, but like Melissa just came for her for no reason because she didn't hear her. And it was just like
1: so bizarre. Yeah. Her response was stupid. Yes. I'm not saying that her request was 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 good, but she did it and it's one of those things that this is what I hate. I hate this phony martyrdom mm-hmm. that they have to put on themselves in order to do the things that they do. It's just be honest. Yeah. You did it because you wanted you and your friends to be to do the living room dance that's mm-hmm. it if you would just say that who gives a shit what are they gonna do yeah. vote you off you know like you know they're not gonna kick you out because of it you can't, you don't have to like pretend to be you know this oh you've, you hurt my feelings with your response your your question was out of line yeah so you know i just yeah i think it's uh, asinine that but um, that's
0: very what mean girls and cliques do they were busy kicking ke- 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 and talking and not listening and they didn't hear, and then when Erica, I Erica was pretty pleased. she's like, oh, I called it already. And they were like, oh, my God, right? You fucking, well, what makes you think that you can fucking dance, you bitch, right? And she's like, you fucking talking to me? I fucking went to New York City, you cunt, and I twirled and I fucking <laughs> swirled. So you fucking better yeah. shut your fucking mouth, you fucking whore, right? Yeah. And then they were like... And
1: I, I do love that Aporo... I will say to Aporo's credit, I do love that she was like, all right, she twirled and swirled. <laughs> enough questions. Yeah. Enough. No, no more questions, <laughs> you know? <like>. So, okay. <laughs> so then the whole fight becomes
0: Yavska and Kendra. And I don't remember how that got into it. But when they're fighting, Yavska says, and it gets kind of buried by Annalisa, listen. she says that people were pegging her for top three when the f- season first came out and then kendra goes what the motherfucking you fucking bitch that you fucking you went out fucking third just like me right and now by the way Yasuka wasn't wrong don't you remember when the trailer came out for season no, three yeah. people were like this fuck give her the fucking crown Yasuka's the winner a great
1: online presence yeah she had a yeah.
0: great beat the monster scene and people she's not wrong. People did peg her for the top three. Now, I don't know if I'd brag about that because I yeah, she was third to go home, right? Yeah. But she she stated a fact and Kendra's like, you you fucking twat. I will fucking drag you by the pussy across what? the deck. What? What?
1: Why is every drag queen on here a member of the Sopranos also for, in your, I don't know in your estimation? Those are clips you from the You sh- fucking bitch. Yeah, you, you suck. my nuts yeah, right now. You,
0: you fucking, <laughs> you go get the gabagool and you come over here and you talk to me that way?
1: I don't even, don't even mess with me yeah.
0: right now, bro so anyway but like Contra, Kendra was out of fucking line on this one like the, it, it was like well, she wanted to pick say, a fight with Yoska she just wanted she to pick did. a fight with Yoska
1: she definitely did and also I will say that Teletubby toilet bowl uh was definitely I have a t-shirt idea mm-hmm. I think there should be if we ever do t-shirts for hello uglies mm-hmm. I think it should be two Teletubbies on a toilet bowl and we're the Teletubbies. <laughs> That's a good idea. But here's the thing.
0: In talking about
1: their looks, and they're fighting about who has the worst look.
0: And and Kendra, you're right. She's like, you fucking Teletubby in a toilet, right? But I'll say this. And I don't know why Yosuke didn't. Well, I think Yosuke did say this. At least Yosuke tried. Whether she failed or not. Kendra Onyx legit just went into her existing drag closet and just took whatever outfit she had. It had no rhyme or reason to have nothing to do with Dracula, and put horns on her head. So at least...
1: Oh, I mean, Kendra said it from the beginning. Her goal is not... She's going to do the same thing she's always done. And her goal is just to bring personality. That's all she's going to do. She's not going to bring new drag ideas. She's not going to do anything inventive. She's just going to bring personality. Here's the deal. Here's
0: so that's deal. it. This is why they should never have me on this show. If I was Yoska, I'd be like... You fucking bitch. Why don't you go fucking eat some more fire, right? Your face is even more fucked up than it was before. Go eat more fire, you fucking bitch. You can't even do that right.
1: She ate fire? Remember she, what like, happened to caught her... on
0: fire? No. Oh yeah, they came up, it, she yeah, yeah on came She had a Dracula resurrection. She was doing a fire-eating act, and she caught on fire. <gasps> and she stopped doing drag oh. for a long time. Right? Really? Yeah. yeah. Hey, bitch, you know what? You're the only person that get, uh, uh exterminated by a fire-eating act. Maybe the fire was right. I don't know if that's that's what I'm if saying. That's, that's why I'm saying Yoffski is a better person than I am. I would have been like, "Go eat fire, you fucking bitch! Get out of here!" Oh, did the fire light all your clothes on fire, and that's all you had left?
1: Thank you. By the way, I mean, I sure, yeah, I guess that's where you could go. With that argument. Well, no,
0: this no, this Kendra is playing dirty. This Kendra, she's coming in here and she's judging everybody. And she's like, hey, okay. I'm shocked. Yeah, by that. like, you know, forget about it. I, you know, whatever. And she goes up to Victoria Liz Black, you know, like, oh, yeah, I didn't fucking go to the rehearsals. What's your fucking problem with me, right? She's Tony Savannah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. She, no, and I, I will say that to Yafska's credit, later on in the show, Yafska even yeah. says that was really funny what you said yes. about me. And so, and it's like, so Yasuka, you know, she can be annoying, I feel like, and she can be kind of, I feel like she tries to start drama, but she also, she just, she sees it for what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a reality competition show, you know? And I think Kendra is like, you know, I don't think Kendra understands that. So, yeah. Um, Um, okay. I wanted to, I, I wonder if I had any other, have we... Have we gone to the them the rehearsal time? No, I'm not we even done at, here. At There's so much that goes on with here with the gossiping. I don't, I don't, okay, I just want to. What's up with this Abora sure.
0: Erica drama? I don't. What was going on there? They're like,
1: oh, we have,
0: we have drama. <laughs> we have.
1: No, but like, is this the time? Are we talking about when they were supposed to be rehearsing, but they're just gossiping, yeah, yeah, yeah. or is this? Um. Oh. Okay. Because I have the thing where. I did love how they're all talking and then you just see Erica and Abhora just <laughs> sitting there staring. <laughs> just like staring at and then, nothing.
0: And I was trying to yeah. think, I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, what are they? What, are, what could they possibly be? Maybe they're trying to think of something or an idea and they just caught him at that moment. Because why would they just, everyone's talking, they're just sitting there staring at nothing. But oh, we talked about the abhorra trauma. we don't know what that is. Speaking of shady edits, by, by the way. Speaking of shady edits, yeah. Eva Destruction, at one point during this part, says she's talking to uh, Hoso. Or I don't know who her partner is. And She goes, "By the way, these words. Everyone needs to know these words. We're uh, come on. This is All Stars. You know, if, if you don't know the words, you know, just go home already." And then they cut immediately to Erica and Abora. Yeah, and that was a great. I shady love Anna. that.
1: I did love one of my favorite moments was. <laughs> Erica goes, I feel an attraction. Is that still there? And Abhora goes, no. Yes.
0: That was so cringy. <laughs> yeah, that was so, so cringy. That's why like, it's, it's more I than a love that. triangle. Erica's in love with Abhora. is in love with Hoso. Hoso's played all kinds of games, right?
1: Well, see, okay, so... Here, can we talk? Are we going to talk about the Hoso uh, or Astrid horror drama, or do you want to hold off on that? Because I have a lot of when thoughts. When does on it
0: come that. back up again?
1: Um, it comes back up when they're in when they're doing day two of uh Oh rehearsal. yeah, the love triangle. Or, okay, yeah. here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, love
0: Here's what we're gonna do, because we can't be here for two hours, right? Yeah. Is why don't we discuss that? And I think we have to record another episode. Are you okay with that? Not not today, like tomorrow.
1: That's fine. I, I'm going to bring up something. I, I forgot this. I want to point this out because I think that this is very important. Important? Po- oh, you poignant. think it's very important, Eloy? I think it's very important. Yeah, I think it's the very mean, important. Guess, hey, what's the big yeah. idea? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Shane. Yeah, is. hey, I think it's really important. Uh, yeah. XG, XG. Um, so... Abhora, I legit feel like Abhora did the exact same thing to Bitch Pudding that she is doing to Erica. Because she says, she goes, I've been harboring a lot of resentment towards you. Are you going to change? And I I legit think she said the exact same thing to Bitch Pudding. So it's like she's coming in doing the exact same thing, thinking that's going to be, and it's just like, nobody this is nobody why I think we shit. should
0: do another episode because the way Riverside, this is the service we're using now to record these shows, I can't pull from the internet so i can pull these clips that we've talked about okay okay and we can discuss them and maybe we should maybe we should even save the love triangle for that day as well so why don't we all right yeah let's do it okay so why don't we say we're gonna end the episode right here well and we'll come back and then you'll get another episode the next because this is in fairness they even said this is a double long episode and because i'm looking at my notes i'm looking at my scripts and we're gonna we would be here for another hour and you got to go to school, yeah. And you got to spend time with your fiance. I have my notes ready to go.
1: Um, yeah, she's got her stories. She's good. Oh, what stories? She, she's she got watching? her stories. Uh, I think she's watching The Watcher. Oh, okay. Which, by the
0: way, everybody, look. What do? You, and also tell us what you think. I and mean, this is a, pe- a show that people like to participate in. Go to speakpipe.com dot slash afterthought media. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. Tell us you know we're going to do another episode so you can actually comment on the episode as well. Um, do it before you know Thursday night. You're obviously not going to get in, but yeah, as soon as you hear yeah. this, leave, leave, tell us what you thought. Tell us what you think, and we'll talk about it right here on the show. Maybe the we maybe Lori didn't recognize that the out the intro was uh, an homage to Halloween Four, the return of Michael Myers or some shit. You know, so yes, um, maybe, maybe, you know, so uh, go to slash afterthought media, let us know what you think. Until then, Lori, I will see you tomorrow. So long, uglies. <laughs> for listening to hello uglies have something to say email us at hello at afterthought.media you can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia for more lgbtq content support us on patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia Lori has another podcast it's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Rocky Camp on Instagram at Lori Uliar. That's L A U R I, the letter U L I A R. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J O E B E T A N C E. Hello Uglies is an Afterthought Media podcast.